You are now listening to Well, Well, Filling Out. Oh my, oh my God, did she just murder him? <laughs> oh no, his pussiness. Misandry. <laughs> yes, misandry. Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ass. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? Wait, how big were her breasts? <laughs> Before this next muse, I have a question. And the question is, will we get an uncertain ending? Like, for instance, they die. Or they live. Thoughts. Good stuff. Oh, I was about to bring it to the clapper with the puppets. Where only what? because I was going to bring it to the, I'm not even surprised. How we went and we got to, we saw God. And I was like, wait, what is happening? What does all this mean? Sex lies and videotape. Because... It was... <laughs> That, I mean, I, but that I've was super cool. Never seen. It was a, it very, was a very elaborate, cool, elaborate clapper. clapper. It's the most elaborate clapper we've ever seen. So, um, oh my gosh, do you think they're doing that shit again? Will we get to see? I hope that they show us the fight. Maybe they have to wait till after the episode airs. But I do want them to release the four oh eight. We have to see that one, at least that one, if not the others, because Agreed. I know that Agreed. they knew that it was the last one. So I know that they went all out. Like I just know it, even though there was a. Panini, but I still know that they did ridiculous things. You were asking if we feel like the ending would be ambiguous. I, oh, I, right, right, right. Yeah, I still feel answering. like that they, the story will continue, but we just won't be viewers of that story. So, like, even if we were to say they both live, mm-hmm. yeah, but but will they fight literally the day after episode eight? Like, we we don't get that. Like, we we don't have the access to see. The only way that we could say that something's like an end or its finality is if everyone's dead. And Interesting. And I don't think that everybody, uh, at least I don't want everybody, everybody to, to be dead. Right, 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 right. That's interesting. Do you remember how, and this is absent of me reading something somewhere, I feel like yesterday, or maybe it was Gary, someone told me that Hannibal might be coming back to Netflix. And I was like, what? How? I, let's not even discuss. <laughs> but for the point of this conversation, Hannibal, the ending of the last season we saw was open-ended. You know, they go off on a cliff and you don't get to see that they die or they go splat or in the water, do they swim away? Are you thinking an ending like this? Like, are we about to get a Hannibal ending or, you know, another option would be the passing ending and no spoilers for people who haven't watched, but at the end of passing, something happens and there's definitely a finality to it, but how or what that finality is, how it can be interpreted is totally up to the viewer. Mm. And so might we get something where it's like, are they dead? Like a Hannibal or maybe something else that's like someone or some persons are dead, but who did it? Like two ways to confuse the audience. Like it's open ended. So if I had... or what was the purpose? Was this desired by Eve? Was this really desired by Villanelle? You see what I'm saying? Like oh, leaving it ambiguous. Like did Villanelle really want this? Or did Eve really want this? And we're just left to swim in the sauce of uncertainty. Okay, so if I had to rank all of those possibilities, the who did it is all the way at the bottom because I I don't want to have to deal with a who did like Facts. how we're doing who killed kenny Facts. on season four when all of season three was about the fact that kenny was dead from episode one and if it's a who did it isn't it basically like carolyn constantin helene you know like that's in terms of a who i'm like right. that's those are the only the three major forces helene also representing the 12 like that we could say okay it's up to interpretation but i don't think that's it's not edgy enough or exciting enough to be like is it carolyn is it constantin is it 12 that doesn't excite me but if they were like was it villanelle was it eve within some context that potentially more intriguing the whole did they or didn't they die i mean i i think that's potentially best for like us audience members like in order for us to be able to lie to ourselves going forward (laughs) about what we got versus like oh god 
specific example, but it's never been more relevant. Game of Thrones. See? Where, no, but you know. Yeah, no. You already know. I can't rewatch certain things and refuse, and it's so fucked up, given how early in my life I read that fucking book. When it was fucking published, only to care about it for 10 fucking years, before the fucking show came on, only then to watch it for all these years, only then to not ever want to rewatch it because of how they ended my faves. What if, yeah, what if they're choosing to not glorify the characters of Eve Palastri and Villanelle? Or what does that mean? Like, you know how, like, We've been seeing these news articles of people, oh, they watched one episode of Killing Eve and they felt inspired to kill their entire family or whatever. <gasps> and and we know that it's been Absurd, a reach. Absurdity. We know that it's been Hella a reach. reach. Elastigirl reach. We, we know. And then maybe this is since, you know, we felt like that it's been subpar with the way they've been like promoting with how much of a juggernaut Killing Eve could have been in the right hands of people who would want to like sell this as the, you know, the rocket that it is. It's like mm. they're trying to, I keep saying they're trying to like keep it like under the rug. So it, it I could see them wanting to thwart our leading ladies to make it a cautionary tale for women. Which is stupid. I can't even speak. Cautionary which is tale stupid. for who? Which is right, right, right. For what? Because what, I, I, what did I learn? I don't know. Right. I what don't I know copycats. Because right, I right, certainly didn't learn not to chase a bitch like Eve Palastri if she wanted to be chased. I certainly Only didn't learn hero not to chase a bitch like Villanelle. In Only fact, hero I'm like, where are they? Where are all those murderous hoes? Like, <laughs> right. It was the way how I saw where Becky are the with women the good killing aim, without prejudice. I was excited. It was the only thing in Penner I was excited about. I was like, oh look, people just they just got aim over there. They could just they could just hit bullseyes without paying attention. Oh, oh yeah, there was some promising stuff in Penner. So like, I mean, before we knew Nico was alive. <laughs> Suzanne said, "We're not even gonna kill Nico for you, bitches. Forget about it." But Paul, we got that covered. <laughs> I can't. And people might be saying at home right now, but Nico deserved to live. Well, who, I don't care what Nico deserved. I really don't. Right. He, he was <laughs> in that marriage. Did Bill he deserve chose. to die? Right, no. right, right. But I, Bill's still dead. Right. So we could have had a dead ass fucking Nico versus him doing with his robot voice. Fuck off, Forever. Eve. No, right. it was piss off, Eve. Forever. He was Cardi B in that moment. Oh, he actually. How long did he go? <laughs> Forever. Actually, yes, yes, he was. So, um, uh, I don't want BBC to take that route to be like, yeah, you know, we're just wrapping up this woman-led show, but we're gonna, you know, make it a cautionary tale for women. Like, I, I no, don't no, want again. That. Don't don't bother. Don't Nobody bother. asked you, right? And that's me to the BBC. No, no, cautionary right. tale for who? Bitch, like the fuck? Cautionary tales are for SVU and like 911. Grey's Anatomy. Like whatever show is like, oh my God, this could happen to your body. Like I don't, don't take my escapism with two badass bitches like even Villanelle. Started off with a badass bitch like Phoebe Waller-Bridge and then try to teach me a lesson. No, no, right. There's a quote from Laura Neal from the TCAs where she's like, I think people enjoy seeing female characters act without shame and boundaries and what is good for them, even if it is highly illegal in Villanelle's case. And I'm like, first of all, it is highly illegal in his case. It is highly illegal in these cases. A lot of times saying, you're glossing over a lot of things. There's a lot of things did. we're forgetting what you did. Right. She broke laws, but also, um, yes, we do enjoy seeing women act without shame. Number one, act without shame, and whatever it is you do, do it shamelessly without shame and boundaries. Yes, yes. And so, Laura, I need you to lean into this, Laura. I need you to lean the fuck into I, this. I would have tripled down. I would have said the same way how these toxic men, like they're unproblematic leading men. 
Because they're also living shameless lives. Let everybody be shameless if that is the case. Right? Can Why is it only shameless? a problem right. when it's a bad woman that's doing it? Right. So what was your verdict? Uncertain? Yeah or nay? I feel like I gave uh, my answer, which is it's 50-50 for uncertain in those directions. Oh, like uncertain, so, Eva Villanelle, mm, uncertain, are they live or dead? I want them ultimately alive. I want finality of them being alive. And if they could be a book in sort of like how season one, episode one kind of was, that doesn't mean that they got to be back in that same ice cream shop and a different little girl is there and they're both getting ice cream or whatever it is, wiping blood off the watch. Like whatever it is, I want it to be like they're in business. And then like, that's it. Like we don't know anything else other than they're in business, but we know that they're alive. All right. I can rock with that. So I feel like I mentioned this earlier, but do you actually think that the dress could be in the first episode? Like, do you think that's something that's possible? Like, it's... Is it something you want? Like, I I would rather we build up to that form. Like, even though we know that Eve is new and she got new skills and she got new attitude, the way we saw Eve running in, in that trailer, that could be one of the first ways that we see her. Eve running in to see the killer that we know about the new killer in that get up undercover maybe yeah, that's I'm the first saying, way we see her to be in the first well, no I, I want that to be at the end unless they're really gonna tell me about the missing hours and months oh I this don't... is the original dress Netta Porter is selling it but the model in this photo is not she's not Sandra oh let me <laughs> the dress it just what I'm saying is the dress is giving a certain vibe in that Killing Eve trailer. And granted, it was potentially tailored by the wardrobe people on Killing Eve because, of course. But I'm just saying this model is not wearing this dress like... Sandra is look at it looks baggy oh I see what you mean like the hardest, girl it's not uh, fitting it's not hugging the hips I guess we can't all have tailors so. <laughs> well I'll say then good on costume for for seeing the back out and said you know what I can I can do something with this and also Sandra O oh, has a different kind <laughs> right. of shape going on literal said, hourglass let's okay remember series one okay. there's something about the, the way, way you are, are right that makes me <laughs> and she was feeling her own She's she like, damn, didn't even want not me forgetting. I was this fucking see fine. those oh, nice clothes. He opened the door. She said, "Get out!" She threw. She was like, "Get out! Get out!" So that is, I guess that wasn't in Revelations, but it is a Revelation. We know what this dress is. We know that not everybody looks like Sandra O oh in this dress. Woo! Oh, maybe it's Alpha Omega shit, beginning and end. Villanelle in the white dress, beginning Eve in the dark well, gown at the end. At the end, Alpha Omega. All right, bookends. Life, death. I don't. It's not even me. It's killing Eve. Right. Right. What if she's wearing that braid to uh, Eve Pilastri's funeral? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Her fake funeral. Her funeral that she's faking. Right, right. But everyone would recognize her. (laughs) Well, I don't know who's in her life. Like, there's no. Well, so no one would be there. So why are we having a funeral? That too. Nico's not coming mm, from Poland. He doesn't give a damn. That. And the uncle hates her. That, that too. He cursed her in Polish. Well, <laughs> I never liked you. <laughs> <laughs> no, she has nobody coming to the to the thing except for Kenny's ghost. And maybe Elena coming in from out of town. Right, tomorrow. Maybe. Right. Oh, yeah. Did you want to go over those other trailers? I guess what other countries got different. You know, they always get oh, different. Oh, like that canal trailers. shit. Let's yeah. see. Let's see. All right. So this is... Uh, supposedly the Killing Eve trailer for Canal Plus and has some different bits. Let's see. Oh, if you'd really changed, you wouldn't have let me. 
Oh. Maybe you have a scorpion. Oh, out. Alright. That seems like slightly different angles in some things, but mostly the same shit. Most, yeah, mostly seen. the same. This other one, I believe, is actual audio of Villanelle before she dips her face into the cauldron of Christianity. <laughs> well, it's what the is way, going on? It's the way that we had a feeling that we it wasn't supposed to go down the way I it really went down. Like, right. It was like, um, we know we know Duncan. We, so we know do we think this... the priest was mid-prayer or like something like that, just invocation, and she literally was like, pause, my dude. Just dunk me! <laughs> I wonder if she was asking about it. He was like, yeah, we could schedule it. And she's like, but oh, I'm here now. That too, that works. <laughs> that works. Then why now. is she in the white? Maybe she got dressed up for the occasion. That's probably right. So I don't even know what to say. It looks entirely <laughs> ridiculous, y'all. I don't have anything. Especially, right, with the way she was looking around with her right, face in there. Right, like, right. It's, it's, is it doing the thing? Is it? Is it doing the thing? <laughs> it's tingling. It means it's working. <laughs> oh, my God. And then another clip has appeared with Jody in the church. And this time she's singing. And she's got that weird Shakespearean outfit on that we have not been able to actually identify. My light shines on. Okay, she's singing from the hymnal book that she sat down earlier that day with May. Heidi with a body. Um, what is this? What is happening? What is she doing? I don't know. I don't know. Has she been asked to conduct a sermon of some kind? It's the I don't know. Like maybe this was I don't think anyone asked. I don't know. Maybe because we didn't get to hear her join in with the family during Crocodile Rock. They were like, Oh, maybe she doesn't sing and it's like, surprise, I do sing. I don't know. What? The Crocodile <laughs> Rock scene, she is okay, she but a... she also sang in series two. One way. Oh, or she did. Another. That was the first time. Yeah, but but with with, with this it, it's you more just be saying anything. It, no, but this is more like Terrence, she is at the altar. <laughs> it's daytime. No, I don't get it. So it looks as though she's singing to someone. And I would like to know who gave this bitch authority I don't know. I... to sing whatever the fuck this is in front of a group of people. What is... To do what? And what again? What is this outfit? It's maybe... I don't want to say he's... How come no one from the church has taken her aside and been like, sweetie, we really love that you're trying to jump right in and everything, <laughs> but this is... But that might happen in the very next second. Slow down. <laughs> and maybe that's what leads to her murking two people. Oh, oh, mm. She's like, but God said... <laughs> no, mm. Lilith said, if they speak to you, kill them. And I didn't, mm. I didn't want to do it. Oh, I can imagine. But I did it. He probably told her that God is a man and she was like, no, that does not compute. Uh, Judeo-Christian church kind of definitely says God is a man. God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. So it's a three-pronged dick of theology. I'm sorry. That perhaps is offensive to someone, but I personally, I'll just say this, I do not subscribe to genders, especially, you know, the biological realities of human genders, to a deity. Thank All you. right? Thank you. That's it. And anyway, if we pick it one, we already know where Candace is at, as a misandrist, <laughs> church of misandry. Anyway, yeah, I don't, do you have something you want to add about this scene? Uh, do you think someone dies at the end of it? Does someone die? I, 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 maybe before or after. Either way is great for me. Because maybe the singing. No, like maybe before, maybe she's singing because the person who's supposed to go up there is, is indisposed. Like <laughs> they can't, they can't come to the uh, pulpit right now. And maybe she's, um, why not? You know, doing some weird stalling time thing. Like how when she dressed up as the, the oh doctor to tell that one family member that they were improving in health. 
when they were oh, actually Gabrielle. when they were actually That's circling the drain. That woman. Yeah, yeah. And she put on a performance because she was trying to steal that woman's purse. Mm. And that poor lady <laughs> definitely had her loved one die in the next day and was not did not see it coming. Okay, and I think this last clip we have here is another church scene, except there's a new person in it. So there's a woman, the woman, in the motorcycle outfit. So we know someone's riding a motorcycle. We've speculated it could be Villanelle. You have hoped it would be Carolyn. I doubt it, especially with this up-close look. Perhaps it's Eve or Unknown Assassin, who isn't the one with the brother. Yeah, whoever this is, I want to say it's definitely one of our ladies. Sophie Marie Ferdane, that actress, Um, Ferdane. Whoever this is, I want to say that they're short. Only because of the way the camera is. Unless the camera just doesn't know how to. Yeah, there's no way for you to tell. Because how do we know how big the door is? True. Although I will say that she probably is short simply because most actors are five, six and below. A six foot bitch. That's a crazy. uh, Well, I'll say that's a wild. The way that the door frame, it does make the person appear to be smaller than maybe they actually are. So it could just be a trick. So that is. We don't have a bunch of Brienne of Toths, sadly, running around. You know, actually Mm. is really fucking tall. The actress that played Virginia Woolf in Beat in Virginia, Elizabeth, Elizabeth DeBecky. She's like six, three. But I like it. (laughs) No. And, you know, and I feel for the taller thespians because what do all your co-stars on like those boxes that they plant the cameras on? Like, like what do, what do they do? Like, how do they cheat? Well, word has it that ever since the box, the box phenomenon has gotten out that perhaps less people use it. And so the answer for that then is not casting women like Famke or, you know, mm. Nicole Kidman, which is what, two inches shorter than Famke. Like I said, Elizabeth, a Brienne of Toth. Women over 5'10 are probably going to always be problematic in film, considering most of their counterparts will be shorter. Mm. But I don't see what the problem is. Me neither. So that's your guess. Who was the guess for the killer? Oh, yeah. I said for Dane. I, 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 I don't know why I kind of wanted Eve, to be Eve. Right. Those, <laughs> that's the most fun. But I'm like, Eve, what you do with the outfit? We have gone shopping and someone needs to explain to Candace when this happened. Woo. Uh, well, that takes us near to end of our musings. And muse we did. A little bit. Just a little bit. A little snack bite right. musing. Does this mean that we can check the inbox to see what our it's listeners have saw and seen and have felt? Saw and seen and felt. What are you, the monkey? The little monkey? <laughs> okay. analogy, the no monkey evils? Scene. Right. Mm-hmm. But all the evils. I guess it is time. We'll head on over to Geo Correo. So this first letter comes from Detta and it reads, Hi guys, how Hello. are you Hello, two genoloids? I wanted to drop a note to let you know that I just got off a call with Stella Karate director of four Killing Eve series four episodes, including the last one. Oh! Um, it was a Q&A for Marie Claire Talia. Okay. And after I asked her if she will brave the Twitterverse on February 28th, I told her that she should check out the best Killing Eve episode play-by-play on this and several additional planets... Well, 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 now. Oh, my God. There was a Killing Eve publicist on the line, too. So, per chance, she took notes. <laughs> she better. Look. Chow, chow for now. I just want to say right now, if either of you lovely ladies are listening, I'm sorry and I'm not sorry. Because if you've been a part of the show, you already know what y'all intend to do to motherfuckers. So, mm-hmm. I can't be held responsible or liable for any of the things I've said over the past few years <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Oh, but what was this? She said lady director, right? It was Stella. Stella! Was it Stella? 
women out there directing Stella. That's half of series four she's directed. Stella, I think I already love you, Stella. Because not only are you a lady out here directing things, you are directing things for Killing Eve. Mm. Uh, Maybe Mm -hmm. we'll find you directing for something else now that Killing Eve's over. Might you find your way over a wheel of time? I don't know. I'm just saying Sally Richardson is over there and doing an immaculate job. I would just like to see more lady directors working on things that I fucking want to watch. So not only am I thrilled that there's women behind the camera, actually behind the camera, delete the male gaze, filming stuff for series four, but you out here telling people, (laughs) 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 you're like, damn the gaucheries. Go check out Wawa Villanelle. Well, we fucking appreciate it. We appreciate you enjoying the podcast enough to recommend it to people who actively take part in making Killing Eve to hear the ridiculousness. It's just ridiculousness. It's outrageous. Uh, Well, It's uh, over the top. Yeah. We have opinions and feelings. We do. And (sighs) if a bitch named Stella... I don't, where is this even coming from? Streetcar <laughs> Name Desire. I think it's just because I'm excited that there's a woman director doing stuff mid-season. But Stella, Stella, should you ever want to come on the motherfucking show and talk about whatever the fuck it is you did on Killing Eve or anything else, bitch? We would be happy to have you. Oh, happy yes. to have you. Just hit us the fuck up. So Detta just got in the inbox with goodies and notes. Right. Was that the like, end of it? Oh, yeah. That was that was it. She said cha-cha for now. So she was on the right. call. She's, she's in, the, in a for circle now. with some people. So Girl, it was like. Out here with the spoilers for real, for real. I was like, or maybe you know not. What? NDAs exist. NDAs, yeah. <laughs> Let me not right, right, put right. Dead We're out not there. Giving anybody no, in trouble. No. De- I didn't did say it, Killing anything. Eve. I didn't say shit. She just wanted to let y'all know that Wawa Villanelle was out here in the streets. We in these streets. We you are. know, doing street team stuff. You know. You know. <laughs> And we appreciate you for it. All right. What is next in this Geo Correo segment? Okay, this next message is from Danielle. And Danielle writes, Hey, Terrence and Candace, Love the podcast. Hey. Thank hey. you. I always listen on my dog walks so people don't feel the need to try and talk to me. <laughs> uh, okay, fair. so I feel like... That is very fair. Okay, so I feel like I've had anxiety slash excitement triggered acid reflux since the trailer dropped. So here's my hot take that you didn't actually ask for. Based on the trailer, my theory. Dot, dot, dot. We ask for all the theories. Oh, yes. Based on the trailer, my theory is as follows. The shots of Villanelle in the forensic suit and Villeneuve with Martin are just after the bridge and Paul's death. What? So it sounds so, like, no, wait, it sounds like they're saying there's no time jump. And it sounds, that would mean that Sally's telling lies, which I would be happy for Sally to well, be telling that, lies. That. Okay. Are just after the bridge and Paul's death. I think our girls talked some more and Eve convinced her to talk it out and get therapized. Is that a word? Well, you know, <laughs> it well, is today. It is today. Villanelle says, quote, I killed two people last night when I tried really hard not to, end quote. Surely one of those is Rianne. And another we're yet to see, question marks. Hopefully between the double murder and the therapy session, we'll get a smash or two or three. A <laughs> woman after my own heart. Who are you telling? <laughs> Eve's boyfriend. Ooh, first of all, ouch. Yes, right, indeed. Right. Nico, a.k.a. Fudgeface. <laughs> Fudgeface was bad enough. Now we have Muscles McGee. First of all, I would like to <laughs> rebuke Muscles McGee. <laughs> Yeah, what muscles? Muscles you know is what? too positive. Muscles are for alphas. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a foe, Jafari. We've we've removed the alpha from his name and we've dubbed him, we've crowned him, we've knighted him, foe Jafari. As she continues, however, from the little we see in the trailer, Eve's quote, want to have sex line is almost word for word and in the same tone as the series one line to Nico. So it sounds like she's replaced one boring, uninspiring bedmate with another. <laughs> Yes, Stop. but no. You're literally flailing over there. You, yeah. Also, she did say she'd just shot someone, and we know Eve gets off on that. We do. Oh, so she needed to rub one out? 
God. Uh, well, Sorry. she didn't because uh, no. first of all, we have complained in the past about Eve not being on autopilot right. and instead being fucking lazy. To be frank. What? some effort Eve Palastri to get your oh she said no I just want to ride anyway I'm sorry let me go let me move on you said um, Eve get skills sorry well maybe she did <laughs> the skills of autopilot where was I also she did say she just shot someone and we know Eve gets off on that I'm not too worried I think Villanelle is going to have this religious experience to try and quote better herself and tame her monster so she feels worthy of Eve I think that's where the tension and the slap come from Eve feeling rejected but as soon as Carolyn drags Eve back into the 12 bullshit they end up back in each other's orbits and realize, parentheses again, that they can't actually stay apart. How it's going to end, I don't know. Personally, I feel like if someone has to die, I'd rather they both went out together in a blaze of glory. Would love to know your thoughts. Do you agree? Disagree? Hashtag Villana on her knees for Eve. Mm -hmm. Yes! That's right! Hashtag Manifest a Smash. Take care. Danny, possibly Palastri. Welcome to the family. <laughs> Join the clown call and the seats, as I've said. I guess you can go first with your thoughts on Danielle's or Danny's message. I love the absence of time jump that would be one of those ha we fooled you all because we know you hated it so we said that we did it when we were just joking which would be a beautiful thing i hope many of the things that came out in these trailers are lies but if they happen to be true if this happens to be the poster if there happens to be an actual time jump are we, saying, are we saying that then this martin discussion is villanelle what thinking back is this a flashback to go forward because then how would that how would that happen otherwise maybe the two people aren't two older mercs if this is flashed into the forward or into the future maybe they were two random pet dudes maybe maybe it was maybe it was how to put the body in one of the passes at the place she was singing we don't really have that information may? and it would suck was it may oh yeah <laughs> may how do you put the body and as far as eve and this hump by proxy that she's doing maybe yes she did shoot the gun and she did get revved up and then she decided to take it out on the foe maybe maybe that is her way of doing things and she put him to sleep she did because we saw her get up and put the jacket on and he was rolled over to the side like i his am disgusted his mouth probably that Who you have to point out the fact that eve wore his ass out and it don't take but 30 40 seconds before jafari but i'm still upset that eve put someone to sleep well i mean villanelle. well villanelle used to put people to sleep too she put the clamps on him pun intended well yeah he was like please slow down this is good Oh, was she on her Villanelle? Was she on her Villanelle and Sebastian? Maybe, maybe. We don't know. We don't need He's to like, see it. Was it good for you? Yes. It's like, no. No, Sebastian. Lord. And then uh, as far as the Blaze of Glory at the end, um, again, I keep saying I want them to live. I want it to be a bookend of episode one. Maybe it's Eve knocking the ice cream on some other little girl versus Villanelle who did it before. I want to see them wiping blood off the watch. I, I want all the things, but instead I want it to be I want it to be Eve. And maybe she's waiting there for Villanelle like, to get on, I don't know, whatever, together. But that's what I want. Well, I'm definitely with you about you know Villanelle participating in this religious experience because she wants to be better. For Eve, ultimately, that she wants to be worthy of her because we literally cannot forget the ruins. We cannot forget the look on Villanelle's face. We can't forget those moments of absolute dread and euphoria that were happening at the same time. And I'm still of the thought because nothing that we've seen in series three has said, okay, Villanelle has changed her mind. Like, no, right. Villanelle did what a Villanelle would do, a killer Villanelle in Suzanne's world, and shot a bitch. And it was like, doo-doo. 
flipping the switch. It's like it didn't even exist. And plausibly, that's something she did. She went ahead and found Maria, who was like, I'll buy you everything, girl. <laughs> and that happened until, of course, Dasha comes stumbling Reckon, back into her world. Right. Which, you know, in hindsight, I'm like, y'all could have handled that better. No, they should have. I really don't like the way that we never mention Maria again because it's like, okay, you know, a wife for jokes. Ha ha. I guess. But like, considering the queerness in the show is fleeting, you could have given us throwaway line from Dasha or from Villanelle to Dasha about the fact that she had a fucking wife when Dasha showed the fuck up. And she was like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? You're not even like, and who was Villanelle living as? Sheila? Like, right. I don't know what, what name the, she what, had, what but I would have enjoyed name? some sort of throwback to like tie it all together. And so I do think that this and whatever it is she's trying to do, whatever change she's trying to complete is all connected to Eve because how could it not? Eve is the one element that has been added to her life through the whole series that has completely upended the way she does things. It's not been Constantine. It's not been Anna. And I don't care if you rest in peace, Anna, Predator. Um, Thank you. Well, it's not been Anton. It's not been any of these other people. It's obviously Eve. And so why is the bitch trying to change? Why is she trying to get the monks to under control? Like, why does she care about any of this unless she is still caught up with Eve Palastri's opinion of her and yes. whether or not that opinion will land her in the boudoir, which is literally, literally what she's wanted since episode one. Right. Wear it down. So, I mean, I feel like I talked on this earlier. I wouldn't mind them going out within Blaze glory especially if they were behaving badly and ultimately saying fuck you birds up to helene and the 12 <laughs> while they are getting exploded or jumping into a river or whatever it is to try and save themselves i'm i'm totally down with that the main thing for me is that i don't want it to be separate like i don't want one of them to be left alive to wonder or wax poetic about the death of the other i'm not into that either they're both alive and they get to go be fucking messy and gay in the future committing their crimes and doing their violence or they Why? both go down because they can't help but be around one another. They can't help but try and save the other. And Villanelle trying to save Eve, Eve trying to save Villanelle means they both go down. And maybe it's in water since water is fucking everywhere in Ooh. this fucking promo. Maybe they fucking drown. Mm -hmm. But how do you drown unless you're really injured because you can't force yourself to drown. Something's got to take you there. Either you're exhausted and your legs stop working or someone weighs you down and then you can't get up or like you're bleeding and then you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm bleeding out. Fading. I'm no, bleeding yeah. out. I can't doggy paddle. And that's it. So, yeah. Yeah. And I guess as far as Villanelle and the forensic suit and, you know, Villanelle and Eve being with Martin just after the bridge and Paul's death, like that is probably the most bombastic thing you said, the most wild and also interesting thing you wrote down because it just, I've already accepted that that's not what's happening. I've accepted that we've had a time jump. I've accepted all these other things. And if we're back to tomorrow, like, <laughs> That, that suddenly changes the color of the situation. That changes the waves and the vibes of Eve's saltiness. And she's still salty about not getting the O, but the impatience. It, it plays into my queer agenda of what's happening. That you fucking told that bitch on a bridge and she was ready to go that night. No, right. And you went where? To the church? Whew. Now, I did enough yelling and screaming in the last snack to obviously let y'all know that I'm into... What I think could be happening, which is a smash implied. But if it is what you're suggesting, which is we're we're going next day and Eve is this this amped up because she hasn't had any relief of any kind. And then furthermore, what? Goes to get it from Fo Jafari? Aha! Woo! I don't see it there's there's positives with what you suggest, Danny, and there's also negatives because right. I just found it. I just found it. I just found it because why have Eve run into the arms of a man when she can run into the arms of a woman, the lady in red, some bitch at the bar, May, May at the church. Villanelle found a woman at a church. Eve can't find a woman at the temple, at the mosque, anywhere, anywhere, Eve. These are all true statements. 
all very true. Yeah, so I don't know if that answer the disagree or agree, but I definitely agree with Villanelle on her knees for Eve 2022 and Manifest the Motherfucking Smash. And I also agree that you are definitely a palastri, or at least a palastri in training, because this is the first time anyone has suggested to me that there was no time jump. And I thank you. I thank you for bringing that new world back into my <laughs> life because I truly had left all those musings behind. But I, I think I would be into it. I would definitely be into it. Well, I too would be into it. Thank you very much, Danielle, for writing in. All right, and this next note comes from Wide Awake, and it reads, Wide Awake. Hi, Candace and Terrence. I really, really enjoy listening to your podcast, and I'm always looking forward to the next episode. Thank you for covering everything about Killing Eve. I'm so happy that you guys speak about the show in the passionate way of yours and go in such detail about everything. Thanks for doing the Lord's work. So now to my questions. I have two. Of course, we only have time for it. Uh, well, we do. I know it's far from season four, but I really do need answers. Back in season two, episode five, when Villanelle visits Eve at home to kill her, how do you think the scene would have played out if Eve wasn't the one who put the hit out on herself, but somebody else? Do you think Villanelle would have gone through with her job or would she have spared Eve? My second question for you guys is about season four. What do you think happened between the bridge scene and the scene at the aquarium? The one where Eve is hitting Villanelle. Like, <laughs> help! What went wrong? I hope you might have answers. Not enough orgasms, man. Mm -hmm. That's Again, part of it, for sure. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Best wishes from Germany. So do you want to go first? In. Or I can go first. No, go ahead. You go first. Okay, I'm so marinating. back in season two, episode five, do I think Villanelle would have gone through with her job or would she have spared Eve? I believe that Eve... If she knew that Villanelle was coming, then not much would have changed. I love that Eve had the leverage to say, yeah, I know why you're here. I wanted you here. This is this is all, this is my design. This is why you're here. But even if it was someone else who did the legwork on Eve's behalf, like, are you suggesting that maybe someone somewhere thinks that Eve was a liability this early on? I mean, I'm sure somebody, somebody was watching Hello, Eve, it's supposed to be but, Helene. <laughs> right, right. Or whoever's in the 12. But, right, I noticed, I, I've already seen the way how Helene talks about the lady with the turtle day. So, so if I were to live in a world where she's like, no, I can't have these queers doing doing these things. No, no, this doesn't work for me. This is doesn't work for my design. This plaything has to go. Villanelle would have reacted the same as she did. I think it would have been a beautiful coincidence that Eve would have needed Villanelle at the same time that Villanelle shows up. So she would have already had something for Villanelle to do, aside from killing her. So I feel like the same way how Carolyn has the envelopes that has the cocaine in it that always <laughs> traps Eve. Why we keep changing the narcotic? Well, well, cocaine, uh, cocaine, heroin. Or oh, it's heroin. It's, it's what LSD. It I feel like Eve would have been like, this killer isn't you. And I know that they're not you for these reasons. And I need to find this killer and I want you to help me. And then Villanelle's going to be like, but I'm here to kill you. And then cheat cup and then reset. And then we're just back where we are. Because then it's the swallow the pills and we're at the sink again. And yeah, missing hours for us to Dean. It all happens again. It happens anyway. So, Forrest of Dean. Right. The truth, the is, truth out is out there. there. Yes. 
I feel like plot wise, not much will change. Will Eve care to wonder about who may have tried to put a hit on her? I feel like the series three writer would not have picked up that plot line. Sad to say. <laughs> Sad to say. But I just have to follow the show as it tracks. <laughs> I have to. So it would have been a dropped plot line, and it would have been maybe a conversation at dinner, just like, what was it that you said to Villanova? Shady than a maple tree on a sunny day. Well, well. <laughs> and then, I don't know, maybe it comes up again at Series 4, like in the fifth episode. Maybe when she barges into uh, Helene's bubble bath and go, you, you, <laughs> you barging into my life, you. Why did you Why did you put that head out on me back in You, you're naked. Wait, what? No. <laughs> Eve is easily distracted. Oh, good. Rub my back, will you? Like, oh. She's mm. like, girl, could you get this spot right here? No. <laughs> Can't reach. Mm. And as far as what do we think happened between the bridge scene and the scene at the aquarium, yes, the lack of... Like, the flash forward, it keeps reading as there was a fling, and then there was no fling. So, like, something happened, something started, and then something stopped because somebody was scared. We, uh, someone ran away. Someone ran to the church. But someone ran to Jesus. Right. So, um, <laughs> so that's like seeing somebody after they ran away. Like, imagine ghosting somebody that you were all about, all about for months, for for years, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, remember how they showed up on the bus? Remember that energy that just existed right. out of nowhere, and everybody was like, Hi. oh, world star, world star, what's <laughs> going on? So now they're in an aquarium. Where's that YouTube and, video, by the way? You know, maybe they're not trying to smash any aquariums. They're already surrounded by water. They already did the silhouette. It was already Romeo and Juliet. They are already here. She's already hot. Like, it already happened, and maybe somebody's trying to have a version of decorum in this. Maybe it's this is a very public place. Who knows? Uh, we haven't seen any other bodies. We have only seen them, too. And the, the fish. Now, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Villanelle's, you know, trying to do her sweet-talking thing that probably always works with everybody else. And then, you know, she took it a step further with getting on her knees, and I'm sure that's only for Eve. <laughs> and, Lord. you know, Eve, she doesn't let things go, Eve. Eve holds on to <laughs> Eve holds on to things that bother her so she's gonna make sure that somebody knows that there was <laughs> that there was a transgression and she will demand satisfaction and then that's why the slap happened because yes there was no satisfaction that's why she can't get no satisfaction and that that's that's where I'll take I can't that. get no no right satisfaction no right and I try and I try <laughs> and I try no no and that's right she's she's old Eve Palastri is owed no, satisfaction. No, no. And until she gets it, that's going to be the energy. Operations? That's bad. I was trying to add O's and I reparations. Like <laughs> no, it's true. It's operations. Right? Like, like, see? It's, it's been, like reviews. No, it right. sounds like a word. But then when you put it on the page, it means something else. Operations. Over here. She's behind that door. Since the door O's. Since the bug sex. It is time to Since go to the next level. Pass the bread. Yes. Pass it. And then the longing looks on the bridge. Like, and then, let's not. Right. And then the, the bridge is the bridge forward. is a sore subject. <laughs> the no, bridge it, makes it, me it, upset it because they're flirting and admitting things only to be like, we are going in opposite directions. We are gone. Like, if y'all really walked away, oh, y'all both back. took humongous L's. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I don't know where they humongous. do that at. Where do the queers do that at? Like we said before, like, what? Like, you, you tell them, Martin, I don't like the way how I feel. And that's because you found out that the person whose monster inspires the other's monster is telling you, help me, help me make it stop like we i feel the same way you feel but i don't i don't want to feel we this. already know i don't like that line Lord. i don't like that i didn't like it 
I had issues with it. But instead of going off on that rant, let me answer. All right, so the first part of this was Forest of Demons about that episode. And would Villanelle go through with it if Eve was not the person who ordered it? I'm going to go ahead and say no. And I think if Villanelle intended to go through with killing Eve, we actually would have seen that. Because what is she doing with two bottles of pills? And it is Villanelle. So she absolutely could have two bottles of pills because she's that ridiculous. But I also do not think she was ever planning to kill Eve. Now, she might have had some other side plan if she really anticipated that somebody was going to come after her and Eve or Eve and then her or whatever because she didn't do it. But I think she was potentially filling out like an escape route, like... Maybe I have to drug you. Maybe I just have to talk to you and you come with me. Maybe I got to do a little boom, bong on the head, just a boom, quick bong on the head. And you wake up. We're in Alaska, bitch. Right, I don't, right. like, I just don't think Villanelle was prepared. I think she was full of shit because she went through that whole fucking nonsense. I mean, thanks because it was a, it was a vision. But with the whole veil, with the whole morning outfit, mm. with the whole, let me go to this fucking knife boutique and get the fucking most ridiculous curvy knife I can get so I can stick it in your abdomen and ultimately not poke through. And this is the second time you've made a threat villanelle that you've not actually paid up on it hurts small if i push it through slowly girl first of all that was a double entendre as we remember y'all were definitely talking about sex and murder because that's how y'all do so mm. uniquely <laughs> killing eve and villain eve john but yeah i just don't think she would have killed eve because she was so unfinished much like she remains now Probably and in the yeah. thick of her obsession in the thick of believing oh she definitely feels the same way and I just have to get her to show it to me that she feels the same way and has the same vibe so I think she probably would have played the games as she does and let Eve think she was about to be murdered oh you just took this poison oh we just woke up in Cabo <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I know I said I was gonna kill you I was playing Do I was only playing that I would kill you Eve yes <laughs> <laughs> Talk about relationship issues. Mm. But I think at the time we all did. We were like, girl, what you doing, Villanelle? And considering a bit shot Eve, like 45 minutes later, because she was rude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Eve wasn't lying. She knows her, her wife very well. So, yeah, I'm of the thought currently that Villanelle wouldn't have done it. And who knows where that would take us in plot. Of course, that's not what happened in the show. But I just think she would have played games and put it off. Because she clearly, at her own discretion, decides when she's going to follow Rules or instructions that are given to her. Just think of episode one with the whole murder. Right. Make it look like the one an person. Make it look like an accident. Whoops. Make it look like it's it's <laughs> actually just one person deciding to do this. Villanelle, you cut like eighteen throats, girl. I, I, like, I got, you killed was, the nurse. There was you killed hair. the security guard. <laughs> no, you didn't see her face, dog. Like, you killed the was... delivery man who was just stopping from Amazon <laughs> to leave a package. Like, why did you kill all those people? And she was like, because I fucking felt like it. And it really was just she was like, because I was fucking turned on, is what it was. No, no, I, yeah. I was in the bathroom and I just had to express myself i had to do it i'm sorry actually she wasn't sorry but she had to express herself and so yeah i just i don't think she would have killed eve under any circumstances no and you're right with the way how if that would have even been the job from you know a postcard because that's the same series where she says bot constant because she's leaving with eve so she was already right, trying to be right, out right so right. the timing of this hit she played perfect so right. i could just <laughs> kidnap her away from y'all and right. just Bye, convince her that our life together in Alaska is what we need and deserve okay great okay and the next question you asked was about the bridge scene right what happened between the bridge scene and the scene at the aquarium where Eve is slapping the shit Oof. out of Villanelle what went wrong listen wide awake the O honestly the <laughs> O we have belabored this point and we will continue because it is accurate because we also believe it like it's like hangry but like the other like like another version of it. Oh, yeah. When, you know, if you're one of those people that you don't get food and I'm someone that I eat in a lot of 
small portions frequently on top of being anemic. So if I don't have my food, like it's a it's a very fast like trip no, to yeah. I'm not hungry to I actually am hungry to I'm hangry. Yeah. And then you add in the Libra bullshit of like indecision. Sometimes right, it right. can get I real want, sticky. Is it sweet? Is it do I want food food or do I just want like a little treat? It's want- a nightmare when you're on like fucking Uber Eats or DoorDash because there's too many options. And when that happens, I literally have to tell myself, do not look at options default to your comfort food. And my comfort food will always be, you know, island food, Caribbean food, Latin food, whatever. And so then I don't have to think about it. It's like, oh, rice and beans. I can do right. this. Platinos. It's, it's hard okay, to get great. that wrong. Right, right, right. It just made me think about this frescolita. It is fucking flat. Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, y'all. Frescolita is a drink. It's Venezuelan. Tastes like cream soda for some people out there. Red soda. And it is flat, you guys. And I don't understand why I was so excited to get this frescolita for it to be flat. Anyways, what was I saying before? Hangry. How it's right, right, right. quick to hangry. get there. Yeah. So in thinking about how people can get hangry, what do we call it if it's horny? Hungry? Um, oh, that's... I was about to say we need, intel, Maybe we need to stop. No. Maybe we need to stop with our like words that aren't new words. Hungry? Right? Hungry. Why did we do that? Hungry. I mean, maybe. I'm hungry. Yeah, maybe. You know what? Sending your submissions. If you have better additions. But yeah, I would say there's that. Like, people get cranky. Like, there's, there's ways to get cranky. If, especially if you have a taste, if you have a little... Just a, a little sum. It's like missing your lover when they're gone. That you had them, now you don't have them. And so right. now you have thoughts and feelings because you're like, oh, this air, it just, something about it feels different when this person's not here. Something about everything just is less or different. And then you want it back. And I just don't know how Eve denies the fact that her body is like a Tesla coil. Like it's straight electricity no, no. when yes. she's around Villanelle and vice versa, which is why y'all can't keep your shit together and why Carolyn was like, my God, when she had to babysit the two of you, what was the dude that was trying to show him the gadgets? Oh, Right? <laughs> Take me back to those days. Lord. Emerald Professional. <laughs> right. That was fun. No, but I definitely get what you're talking about. It's like when you're single versus in a relationship where, depending on your body, I always say this. When you're used to being single, your body regulates at a temperature where you are used to just only providing warmth for yourself. And when you are with somebody and y'all are all up on each other, right. you're used to relying on the body heat of the other, of the person. other person. You so can't you fucking get to run, sleep. Right. So you don't run as warm because you don't want to overheat. You don't want to be sweating and uncomfortable. And then when you don't have them, your body thinks that they're going to show up. So now you're running <laughs> cold because you don't have you the don't extra have heat. So now blanking. you got to wear all these extra layers. So, yeah. So you're just all messed up in the game is what you are. <laughs> Yeah, you messed up in the game. That's Eve. Messed up in the game because she is. And I honestly, and as much as this grieves me, it is like the on the knees. Because you guys can't convince me that Eve did not know in the back of her mind that this did not come from Nico. There no, was right? no place it could come from. And the fact that she was so immediately, obviously turned on in the scene. I'm oh. like, she had to know Villanelle <laughs> was watching because what are we doing? Dropping to our knees, crawling all seductively just for the camera to pan and Villanelle's outside in the rain. Can you feel the rain? Lord, just falling. Lord, that, that's Lord. what happened. And so I just, Eve Plastry is unfulfilled. Agreed. And not only is she unfulfilled for a murder that she can like put her whole chest into, because think about it. She wasn't fully on the shits with Raymond. And that was like, okay, we're ripping the band-aid off of this murder O. But later she was thinking about it. She was like, oh my gosh. But she didn't even get to really marinate or oh, have shit. any after O's because Villanelle with that damn baby gun. Right. And so, okay, great. Then we go to Dasha. Dasha, she does not get to fully enjoy because the popo let her know they're on the way and she runs away before right. she finishes crushing Dasha. And so she's not had completion with her murder O. And we 
have certainly talked about her having like a joint murder o murder baptism with Villanelle, yes. which we kind of got in series two, but we want another one where they're both in it. They're both committed to the murder and they're happy to do the murder. So I just feel like Eve is on she's 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 upended because she has nothing, she has no conclusion on anything that is currently outstanding. Nothing on the twelve. Her life, forget it, is washed. Mm-hmm. That's not coming back. Nothing on Villanelle. Because that's not happening. And even Carolyn is like, girl, whatever. Because at least at the end of series three, Carolyn is the last thing to act atypical. Where she's like, oh, you know, whatever, Eve, it's over. It's done. We're not. We're done with the 12. And Eve is like, what? What? And then she literally would watch Eve run off. Right, like she takes off that, right. and she runs to the bridge. And so if she did not run back to the boudoir with Villanelle, Villanelle was like, I suddenly have the urge to pray. Carolyn was like, that would leave to the slaps. Right. Slaps upon slaps. Well, yeah. Upon slaps. Cold turkey. How's this for cold turkey? Right. Like, we can't, there's not stuff you have to do beforehand. Ma'am, do you not remember the little monologue, the little speech we gave each other in series one? Every time I close my eyes. <laughs> oh, that was Eve this yes. season. Every time I close my eyes, all I see is your face. It's a, it's a very beautiful face. Like, Which well, is why <laughs> if we got into autopilot, bitch, like, you could just... Anyway, right? Like, like she has everything. She, she needs. has everything she needs. She can just close her eyes and be like, "Are you gonna listen all night?" Like it's so, all there. She well, has no, it's it. in her memory bank, right? And she could also go to Carolyn and be like, "Listen, um, I, I need the, <laughs> I need the file. I need the the USB whatever. Could you it is. airdrop it right to my iPhone real quick? Because I need the verbatim transcript. <laughs> right? Oh my god, we're ridiculous. So I think I answered the question. Yeah. Questions, which is that oh, the yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I do believe that Villanelle would have spared Eve and just maybe had more fun with her skit. And two, that what I think has happened is what hasn't happened right. in between the series three finale and series four, which is the O and any actual commitment from either woman to the other. Because it's either like we're committing to be fucking June fucking Cleaver. Oh, we're going to be good. Oh, we're, we're going to go to church and we're going to, I don't know, like raise a puppy and go to puppy PTA meetings. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's there. Or we're committed to the misandry. We're committed to living how we want to live and following our whims and our loins. And our murder. So yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. I feel like this is gonna be another one of those series where we muse ourselves out that by the time the show starts, we will have thought of every possible yeah. ending. And then it's it's definitely like Fiona's jello, interview. Brain she, jello, brain jello. Fiona's definitely like, uh, you know, the fan base, they're just so intelligent. Like, you know, every time we think of something, you know, they they've thought two steps, you know, beyond. Seven steps beyond. Right. And in sixteen directions and right. multiverses right. at this point. And branches and branches of where's the what's the true timeline? Like who knows? Oh, I don't know if you saw there was some images at the bottom of Wide Awake's message and it looks to be oh okay is this potentially a spoiler whatever y'all already know what the deal is with this podcast you see what she's put in there it's like it is three photos one is yeah. of Sandra O oh on set Jodie Comer in front of the Christian Cauldron and then Jodie again in the Shakespeare outfit and there's metadata from the camera that took this photo which come through technology in terms of finding out what's happening on set and so we can see that it's a Nikon Z7 camera and that the photographs were taken in June of last year. And I suppose what is most of note from this is that all of these photos are labeled to be in episode one. And so okay. perhaps this is confirmation about what we were hoping, quick which is in, that quick right quick, right. What you're showing us first or second episode. And if this is true, that would mean that the fish tank, Christian Cauldron and Shakespeare sermon are all in the first episode. So Eve and Villanelle see each other the first episode. I'm not ready. I'm ready, but I'm not ready. I know. I am getting excited already. I'm not ready, but I'm ready. Oh my gosh. 
I wonder how many layers of things I'm going to have to rip off this series. My anticipation of what we'll see from Villain Eve so I can just rip off her shirt like fucking. Look, the, the, this first live, if, if all of this is really up to one, the first live is going to be ridiculous. And that's it. I don't it. even know, right? I'm just a lot of booze. Should we invite persons? I, I guess we'll think about it. I don't was right. it? Jury's out. Right. Jury's out. <laughs> Jury's out, but we know there are some people that we know that definitely like Killing Eve. So maybe. We'll see. We might need moral support in oh, the studio. Oh, yes. We might need it. We might. We might. But thank you so much for sending Wide these awake. messages. Thank you. This information. And let us keep our fucking fingers crossed that all of this shit does in fact appear in episode one. Okay. Is it back to me with the next message? Uh, yes. Okay, this next message is from Ashley, whose message is titled KE401Spec. Oh, oh, all right. Ashley starts with, love the podcast. Thank Candace, you. Candace, you and Terrence rock. Thank you so much. I was a late bloomer to Killing Eve, founded in 2020 and lockdown, and just like you guys was craving more. Found a few decent podcasts, but what will Villanelle takes the proverbial Constantine birthday cake? <laughs> thank you. And she also writes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for going so deeply. It's also satisfying to muse ad nauseum. My background is production, but I shifted gears a bit in 2020 and started doing more writing and am mm -hmm. now writing and pitching a few gay shows. Okay, okay, get it, bitch, get it. That was aggressive. Did I peek? Well, <laughs> as well as other content. Last year to get more practice writing and breaking out shows, I chose Killing Eve and wrote a spec for a one and did break out an entire speculative season four, Be Bored, which I thought you might like. I already do that was an excellent assumption for you to make she continues sharing my fanfic with you guys and in all your spare time if you have time to read it i hope you enjoy it. we will we will read it after this my goal with this was to steer the final season a back towards the original phenomenal tone established in season one and two dark shocking sexy not campy in doing so one character had to quickly go oh let I'm it be Gemma. Mad. is it Gemma? i'm not mad i hope it's Gemma. Or Constantine. Also, to give this fandom a bit more from the original Luke Jennings novels, I hope it's the misandry and the sex. Because I heard sex was in there. That's what they said, right? They said. I heard it was, that too. It was right away. And there was bubble baths. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. From the original Luke Jennings novels and a bit more gayness. Let's stop beating around the proverbial bush already. Okay. Touche! Enough you. beating around the proverbial bush. Thank you. Let's dive into the bush. Let's not beat into the bush. Let's dive inside the bush. <laughs> not me with the vagina monologues. I didn't expect this to go that way. Oh my God. You know, I just thought of that guy. Like that, remember, remember I was looking in the archives and I found those recordings of vagina monologues and there was a man reading it. And it was oh, the worst. Right. It was, was like, the worst on earth dude you, voice you, I ever heard reading the vagina monologues. Anyway, that was a side jaunt. Okay, Ashley, thank you so much for writing in and listening to the show and sharing this spec. We will not be sharing the spec with all of you because frankly, we don't have time to put on a play. Oh, yeah, it's 46 pages. But also, we don't know if Ashley wants us to share the goodness. If Ashley, you want us to share the goodness or you want to share it with the world, I'm sure you will do that or let us know or throw it up somewhere for people to read. But thank you for sending it in. We are definitely going to check this out as soon as we're done recording. We will. And Oh, and this next one comes from... Oh, it's Fleur. I always Fleur. love hearing from Fleur. Thank you very much for writing in. Yes, and thank you for the cookies. The delicious cookies. Oh, I yes. We saw that there's some issues happening with the Tumblr. Uh, the way we haven't been on Tumblr. But I need to go there because I feel like if someone is going to feed 
my need for Wheel of Time in this interim, like, is there any other better place than Tumblr? Like, oh, who I'm else? Sure. Who I'm else sh- is doing it? It's I'm not Twitter. Sure Twitter's they, not doing it. I'm sure Tumblr's Facebook? got it. Facebook? With the boomers? Forget about it. So it definitely has to be Tumblr. And so thank you for letting us know, Fleur. We will check to see what to go on with those settings. But we definitely got the cookies and enjoyed them. Oh, yeah. Profusely. And in fact, we're a little greedy. You know, people are like, can I get, can I try that cookie? And it's like, could you? I don't know. Might be against the rules. Okay, so 1930s rat time. I definitely have to look for that. Okay. Oh no, was Buzz and Cousin all over again? <laughs> that's the that's where I mentally went when you said 1930s rat time. Oh my god. I don't know if that song came out in the 30s. I, I can't I can't prove it. What's Buzz and Cousin? It's just where I went. I was just reading what Flora had to say. <laughs> That's relevant. Yeah, you know what, Fleur? I'm sure that email that you are referencing came through. But as Terrence knows, I have taken a very strange approach with my emails in the Panini, which is I mostly don't check them. Like, if someone doesn't tell me, Candace, I just sent you a fucking email. Check that shit. It's important. I don't. I kind of don't. Because I'm like, what are messages for? What are text messages for? What are all these other apps for? But really, I think it's just a non-coping mechanism in this panini. I've just said no to emails, like in a daily situation. Like, you know, you just wake up and you're like, oh, what's my emails doing? I don't do that anymore. If I don't expect, if I don't know something is coming into the email, I just leave it there. So I apologize. It is very likely that I just missed this email because I did not look for it. But now that I know to look for it, I will definitely go find it. Whew, you know, you know, sometimes time doesn't exist. So it gets weird. Like, I, yeah, some things you, you have to, for your sanity, you have to, like, let go but we'll get to checking okay so there are three parts to this i guess i will take the first part okay let's do this thing part one i love the disco energy i'm gonna have to add that to my own listening thank you please do disco is a state of mind and it's a way of life sure is she writes oh my gosh thank you for the ridley scott shade (laughs) (laughs) well you'll be happy to hear that oh it it continued Couldn't help it. Movie about rape. Nope. Never going to watch it. Okay. Mrs. and Mrs. Smith. Manifest this, please. I am begging. Yes. Producers. Oh, my God. Director. Um, Stella. It was Stella, right? <laughs> Stella. Right. Um, or any Tell other fucking jaunty queer that Fund wants it. to make a fucking project. Fund it. Kickstart it. Ashley, you too. Everybody, just do Community. it. Community. What do they call that? Hey, the Kickstarter or whatever, the GoFund. Fund it. Next is, okay, okay. I'm still so upset by the news that they apparently parted at the bridge and will begin season four apart. It makes no sense. No sense. All capital letters. I rage posted about it on Tumblr after I saw the offensive, quote, they left each other in turmoil. (laughs) 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 Quote from Sally Woodergeno. So here. And there's a link. (laughs) Okay, so it says, even Villanelle having left each other in total turmoil on the Tower Bridge at the end of season three. So it's the quote. And then the gif is, I don't want your garbage. From <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> well, 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 well. It's relevant. It's relevant to feelings that have been it's, felt it's, and it's, are still felt. It's quite the hand to be dealt to be like, here, now you get to do what you do after me. So I was about to equate it to somebody finishing using the bathroom without, you know, wiping the seat or something. But we'll see. Leaving the seat dirty. Right. Oh. Sir, you know what? 
Let me move on. I have dirty roommates, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not tell that story. Oh, that yeah. they don't need to okay. hear that. Okay, it's scary, you guys. Woo! It belongs in American Horror Story. But yes. anyway, thank you for the Tumblr post. She continues. It makes no sense narratively or emotionally, and I'm so offended that they would do this to us. And this is in all caps. How were they in turmoil? Please explain to me how they were in turmoil when it appeared to me that they were in perfect, soft accord and equality. And there's a run of exclamation points. I mean, it's valid. They were speaking to each other like there was so much. There was a lot. There was. There there's was more caps, lot. though. There's more caps. Oh, okay. Also, it's just lazy of them to write it that way. Yes. Well, that's you looking I, around. Um, for validation? Uh, right, it's right here. Right. In the right, email. right. No. Yeah. Seasons one and two ended with them splitting up. So why did they do the same damn thing for the end of season three? Boring. Questions that mean yes. answers. And you know the boring I just channeled? Fleur. The boring from Amsterdam. Yes. I was about to do it really loud, but I refrained. Y'all get it? Fleur continues. Eve doesn't care about the 12. She only cares about Villanelle. And Villanelle doesn't work for the 12 anymore. Have these people even watched this? I mean, shots fired. <laughs> I mean, Eve surely only cared about Villanelle. No, yes. Because there was, there was other Ooh, information to get. Uh, no, there was other information to get. And Eve was not interested in that information. She was like, oh, it's Villanelle there, though. Remember when Carolyn had her and Jess switch up shits? Like, Eve wanted to go to Amsterdam. And she mm-hmm. was like, you stay the fuck right here. Mm-hmm. But Jess, you go to Amsterdam. Eve doesn't care about the 12. There are about 18 question marks here asking, have they ever watched the show? And I suppose that remains to be seen. <laughs> It remains to be seen. We don't know. She continues. I feel like the writers of season four never watched the show. I feel like we're right back where we were and they're just recycling plots from earlier seasons. Where is the development and continuity? Several question marks. Why is the plot not even moving forward? More question marks. Why are they denying us what we deserve? Endless question marks. Right. Parentheses. I am so distressed just listening to you guys. I am stressed knitting right now, by the way. Oh. I wish I could stress knit because then I would knit a sweater for my cat. Yeah, which... I just I just stress like scrub. <laughs> <laughs> it's stress clean. We both stress clean. So after that, she adds, yo, the only spinoff ideas I want are one, even Villanelle and domestic murdery bliss together. Yes. And two, prequel with Carolyn and Constantine back in the Cold War. Oh, OK. Russia times. Russia in the 80s. OK. Why not? We have said, if it's not young Carolyn, then we don't want it. Right. Because it has to be someone from the show we absolutely love and adore. Get the fuck. We love Constantine, but not him. It has to be a woman. So And these unknowns, whoever they they cast, they have to bring it. No, they got to bring it. They have to bring you can't. It. They gotta do the kind of casting like it's in Yellow Jackets. Like mm-hmm. have the baby and have the grown, but they need to match. Yep. They need to match. Right. We need to believe it. Okay. She finishes point one by saying there is no happy place in these articles. There is no happy place. Thank you. Capital letters. That's how we felt. <laughs> Welcome to yes. where we were. Right. The church looks like the Church of England to me. Not Catholic, by the way. And she's not wearing a nun's habit, so it hasn't gone that far. But in any case, I'm not down with this Villanelle finds religion plot back to the stress knitting mm-hmm. thank you for clarifying churches of england i we are so down bad with the church plot though like that's why it keeps evolving and changing as i see right. fit there are no cauldrons of christianity in the catholic church but i have decided that there is one in the church that Villanelle <laughs> is currently in so this is part two and uh, flair continues oh my gosh kenny appearing in dreams to get e and v together i want it well yeah I, I too want it. I, <laughs> Not her this, claiming this the blastery muse. Oh my this goodness. is what I want. I love your Ghost music Kenny. that E and V spend most of the season together. Make it so. Yes. And then, ha ha ha, season two, Rose Tyler is hot reference. Thank you, Terrence. Yes. 
and what happened on the way to the forest of Dean. We deserve to know. We already said the missing hours. We 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 plotted it out. Auto erotica. <laughs> it was nighttime. I keep saying. And new then things. when they got to the forest of Dean, it was daytime. Someone, anyone? Erotic. <laughs> Eve, you left your door open. <laughs> she left a lot of things oh, open. Oh, she sure oh, did. Dear. Here we go. Mm. And when I say autoerotica, I do not mean fucking crash. I do not mean cars. And that is a film reference. Those of you that know it, you know it. Terrence, you cover your mouth. I just, you might as well laugh in the mic. That was wow. Is I'm just gonna I say, just wow. That's all I'm gonna say. Those of you who wow. see the movie Crash, okay? Wow. Those of you who know about Rosanna Arquette. In that film, you know what the fuck I'm saying. I do not mean that autoerotica. Thank you very much. I mean the other kind. The autopilot erotica that one can inflict upon themselves. That's what I mean. Thank you. I feel like the Force of Dean question is like close-ended because I, I gave my answer. If it wasn't looking like a Madonna video from 1995 in there, what are we doing? If it's not looking like FK Twigs, just with women, what was that video? Poppy pacify. But it's like, mommy pacify. Remember that video was erotic uh, yeah, as hell. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't much going on, but it was erotic. And so I just, if we're not doing that, what are we doing? Right? We just need to know. We need to know. Louder. Give it to us in the BTS, please and thank you. All right, so part three and the final part of Fleur's message says... I love the exploration of Eve's late queer journey, as you know, and I hope we get more of that. Me too. My fear is that they'll go back on that and not make it come to fruition. <sighs> or try to write it off as, quote, she's just obsessed with Villanelle, but has no gay sexual feelings. That's not how the queer jaunt works. But, it's also, but I feel you. It's I feel also you, Flora. how I was hoping that the addict lady from the anonymous, how I thought she was also a queer. It just was like... Also, who are you uh, talking about? Remember when Eve was stabbing herself, and the woman was like, I, "I know what you're going through. I've been there. Like, you know, I'm a friend." You mean the woman in the airport? Yes. I thought she was a. Well, I mean, that's all. Eve <laughs> was doing stuff to give a lot of people pause because she was in public, right? For someone to observe and be like, "Hey, girl, is everything?" It doesn't look like everything <laughs> is okay. She continues, I hope season four proves me wrong and they go all in on it, but I won't really trust them until I see Eve with a woman. Facts. Parentheses, whether it's Villanelle or someone else. I really admire that you both are so optimistic. As we get closer to showtime, I get more and more anxious and pessimistic. Hope you both are well, stay healthy and safe. Well, that's part of our job here. Delirious optimism. Yes. It's what we do. Yes. We don't say it makes sense. We've ridden the waves, so we've felt the highs. We've also felt the lows. But when it comes to what we we need to kind of project, right? it's better if we're more balanced. Like, we, we try to even out the fandom where we can. So if we feel like the vibes are low, we're, we're going to bring them up. the vibes were low. They, they were. After Series they 3, were. they were the lowest they ever were. They were. And that's Suzanne's fault. She's going to randomly come back on Twitter and then delete after a day. Like, I just know. She's going to search her name. You mean Suzanne Heathcote? Yes. She's going to search her name. And, then and just... find what? Let me... <laughs> <laughs> no, the only person needing to search their name is Laura Neal. Oh, yes. And maybe I need to start sending out my tweets prostrating to see what I need to do to make sure that we get what we need from Laura Neal. How do I need to set myself up to, like, like what are we, like, what kind of barter system could we get going? Louder. Feel free to enter my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> but also, yes. Thank you in advance, Laura. And thank you, fucking Fleur. Thank you, Fleur. And once again, for those delicious cookies. And the tea. And the oh, tea. Yeah. The way a bitch throat be getting like dry and scratchy as Terrence. It's a lot. I really appreciate some good ass tea. So I feel like, does that pretty much wrap it up for the inbox? It does. It does. Keeping it short and sweet. Thank you to everyone who wrote the fuck in. 
And I do believe that is the end for Gayo Correa. <laughs> okay, everyone. So that brings us to Spotted on Twitter Tumblr. Let's get it. Oh, all right. Um, you guys see this? Wait. I, I'm is gonna that Twitter Tumblr? What is it? You. Send it right, immediately. Right now. Right, right now. Here, here, all right. So all the things. All right. Okay, so this first tweet comes from Villainy15. It is a screenshot. Not Villainy14. Right. Or Villainy17. Right. And it's a, screen, <laughs> it's a screen grab. It's actually two different screenshots together. And of course, they wrote, I'm yelling in all caps. And I will go through what we're seeing. So the first screen grab is it's the official Twitter account of the Television Critics Association. And the pinned tweet, it says the Television Critics Association Winter Virtual Press Tour begins tomorrow. Make sure to follow official TCA and TCA 22 to get all the latest on 2022's upcoming TV series. That thread that they had with all the updates of who was talking at the panels. So I like that they had the little hashtag TCA22. There were quotes to find in that hashtag. Indeed. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And here's a retweet. So the retweet reads, Villain Eve and Eve will totally get together. The series would not be complete without them as one. The fans are getting the the fake quotes retweeted by the official account. Yes. You know, never underestimate the gays. Never underestimate <laughs> the bullshit we're willing to fucking do. Hashtag clown car supremacy. All you bitches piling. <sighs> How many likes was on that? Like, uh, I was about to say too many, but let me go back. Do you think they deleted it? It doesn't even matter. It's, they retweeted it. It's ratio. too late. It's that too is, late. That's, that's not a ratio. That's a, that's a cosine. Right. That's a cosine. Right. We'll take it. <laughs> the gay agenda is going forth in the year 2022, and we love it. All right. So I will take that fucking fake quote. Hashtag clown car supremacy. Indeed. All right. So this next spotted on Twitter. So this tweet is from Killing Sophie, and they write, her hair is all messy when she sees Eve. She dunks herself and doesn't find God, so she goes to the only God she knows <laughs> you know what I'm, uh, and then of course the very first comment well, well, is a screen grab well. and it um that looks like a woman in the clouds no, no, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, who is mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. well Sappho? i don't know the artist oh pussy is god right right oh right I right. know that song. The only God she knows. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know this song by Kim Princess. Yeah, but he is God. And I but I get. It. I get what they were doing with that. No, but I mean, as far as queer songs go, you know that is that's an excellent first line. Your pussy is God, and I love it. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm gonna say that I don't think anyone will be upset to hear that, especially if the jaunt is downtown uh, right? in process. Right. You say somebody, your pussy is God, and I love it. I, well. You already know. Like, you already got the keys to the kingdom. I mean, (laughs) I need to stop. (laughs) And wait, so why is the very next spot on someone else trying to get the official account to retweet them once again? (laughs) Oh my God, let me take a look at this. And it is from Killing Lena. Yeah, there is another fan, it looks like, putting in fake quotes into the TCA 22 hashtag. And this one reads from Killing Lena, quote, fine, they fucked Sandra L. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag TCA 22 Killing Eve. And and it's a lot of cosines. This is not a ratio. I'll take it. This is where we are. It's the Uh, multiverse of musings because you just got to do what you need to feel good about this upcoming final right. series of Killing Eve. Fine, they fucked. And that's really the sentiment of us ridiculous clowns because we've been waiting. It's been years. Actual fucking years. Actually, it's been a presidency. Actually, yeah. Wow. 
Enough is enough, BBC. Yeah, I don't know if, you, if your enough. terms are like our terms, but we're over it. This is this is the time frame where we are done by this point. That's that's us. And then lastly, spotted on there is Meg TTBB, and then her tweet reads even Villanelle, and then the same meme, and it looks like it could be possibly from uh, Parks and Rec. It's definitely Aubrey Plaza, and she's saying in the caption, "She's the worst person." Is God in her <laughs> Sorry, she's saying she's the, the worst person I ever met, but then. In the confessional under it, she wrote, I want to travel the world with her. So, oh, I, I, well, that's accurate. She's the worst person I've ever met. I want to travel the world with her. Been around the world, nah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes. Yep. I just think that women. Thank you. Right. Full stop. That's it. Full stop. Right. That's exactly. It. Exactly. I'm not even going to quote Virginia Woolf because I was waxing poetic about Virginia in the last episode. I just want to say that Virginia has some fucking quotes from her writings, both fiction and nonfiction, that say women. Just that. Women. Like Banner. Women. <sighs> Deep sound. <laughs> that's what it is. That's how I would paraphrase. Okay, so I like this tweet. And uh, I guess that's all. The only thing I'll add to this spot on Twitter and Tumblr is like, I I've seen the death art. I've seen you guys. I've seen what you're doing. I've seen what are those drowning fantasies, just uh, the end of the world for the two of them. They're bleeding the fuck out, but like with a cuddle. It's beautiful. Keep up the art, killing you fandom, but I see you. I see that many of you have embraced the death. And perhaps you are trying to work through what those emotions are by making the fan art of a dead Villanelle and Eve. I would just like to say I wouldn't be opposed to the smash. Like, let's have a balance. If we're gonna have people out here making art of all the different ways these hoes could die, all the different ways they could drown in a river, also do the smash. Thank you. That's all. That's it. And amen. Or give me something action related, like Villanelle killing Fojafari. That's what I deserve. That's Misandra start. Oh, I see what you. I see what right. you. Right. Like, doing give there. me something yeah. I I want and deserve. Well, that wraps up spotted on Twitter Tumblr. Pew, 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 pew. I would tell the family to keep it cute, but y'all never do. Till next week on Spotted On Twitter Tumblr. No, actually, right. No, you're right. All right, that brings us to final takes. This is the end, guys. Well, almost the end. Let's do it. I, for one, if I were to go with my final take, I, for one, will say that as much as I've enjoyed and have absorbed what we have been given as far as these new clips, these new BTS things, I'll say that I'm still pretty steadfast from where I've been since the last time we recorded, of which I'm still expecting, I'm still expecting a good experience. I expect to be fully entertained. I know that I may not walk away with everything that I could possibly want. I know I'm not going to get all my things, but um, I'm going to hold fast to enough of my delusions. I know that I will. Like, I I, did, I just, there will be pride from my fingers when they, they are taken from me. And I will have feelings about it each and every time. But I'm going to hold on to them. There will be tears. I mean, more than likely. But I still have two weeks. I have two weeks. I can chart my course out. I can try to portion out my sadness and my joy, just so I can make sure that I am measured and not whatever I would call that I was the day the trailer came out. Because I was, I still, like, they were, I, my roommates were not happy. I was disruptive. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was the loudest person in the building. I'm I, Like, it was, it was a lot. So if I need to, you know, send myself away after the final episode because I didn't get the thing that I desire, I'm going to just bury myself in fanfic. That's what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm going to rant on live also after the fact. But then I'm going to bury myself in fanfic. And then I'm going to just pretend that whatever happened didn't happen. I'm going to, I'm going to retcon it is what I'm going to do because I deserve some joy. I 
I deserve some happiness. I deserve to scrub away the pain that was this panini. We all have pains. We all Effie, have we pains. all have pain. So Effie. So we everybody who, who worked on the show, you may have been given a big check to give us what we I don't know. We deserve. hope it was a big check. Yeah, we do pay hope crew it was members. A big check. Yes. Killing Eve sure has been popular enough. But if for some reason the joy can't be found in the final episode, I will seek it out. I will get that joy. I will not be wound up and then not have my release. I will get it one way or another. I would rather have it with you than without you. Let it, let's all be better for it collectively. Don't don't let me just be the one that is high and mighty above all. I, I'd rather not that. But I do hope that those who find the show and who love the show will continue to support the decisions that are made, even though we all know that this is the end and we will see this the way we go the end. what's that song paper graduation as we go oh, on Lord. we remember all the times we had together wow you made me think of a scary movie shut the <laughs> fuck up I was like, and the fact that I was actually singing that song at the Z100 concert billions of years ago back when that song was popular wow Imagine shopping for wow. groceries and the song you're on is number one. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm still poor. But, but, at, least, <laughs> but at least I have a number one, sort of. Yeah, that oh was, that was life for me. Memory lane, bitch. Yes, Memory Lord. fucking but, lane. But that, that does it for my, my take, Lord. I'm getting my O. I'd rather do it with you <laughs> than without you. You so said. figure it out. Like Denzel, I'm leaving with here something. With no, something. that's right. I'll okay, add, yes, Stella, I'm trusting you. I'm believing in you. I just heard about you, Stella. But I'm already putting my misandrous faith in your hands. So please don't disappoint. Uh, is it time for my final take or whatever? Mm-hmm. What is my final take, bitch? I don't know. It's about to be dawn. Whenever this happens, we've been recording. I, you know, my thoughts become harder to pin down. But all right, here, here, here. Here's what my final take will be. My final take will once again be optimism. And I will draw your attention to a little dynamic that has fascinated me, intrigued me, and Killing Eve excited me the entire time you've been watching the show. And that is the Villano below, Eve above dynamic. Like Because Villano has consistently deferred to get into this position. In series one, of course, it would be in the Paris apartment after Eve is wrecked a place. And, you know, she tries to hide foolishly. But Villano comes home, she comes out, she tells Villano to sit down with the gun. And Villano no, of course, sits the fuck down. We have that position of shot where Eve is looking down at her. She's looking up expectantly in deference. And then, of course, Eve sits down. In series two, don't we get that again? Isn't that something else we see? Mm. It happens in Eve's house where Villanelle is sitting down in a moment, once again looking up to, and honestly, considering she was supposed to kill a bitch. She Not was literally sure. supposed to mark a bitch. She's deferring once again with her energy and her body language. And then in series three, we get that dynamic once again. Actually, before I jump to series three, let me also reminisce in series two because I think it's right. like I forgot the to mention the gay cannibalism. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got a meeting with Aaron and Eve literally coming inside that safe house. And we don't talk about it enough, but the audacity that she had to just open a bitch door. Right. Like uh, why was someone that could the be changing. Scene? No, right. She was like, I hope I hope a bitch is changing. You I hope the key I can to my apartment. <laughs> She's like, girl, you know I got the this. This is MI6's apartment. Like, <laughs> This is a fucking safe house, all right? This is not your fucking apartment. Why does Aaron even know you live here? Hmm. Which is, that's one of those side things. I'm like, they're not going to explain that Aaron knows where the safe house is, but doesn't know it's a safe house? Cool. And then, of course, one of my favorite from, or my favorite scene from that gay cannibalism is, of course, the whole, like, taking off the parka. 
And then, you know what? Give me that Parker back. Because <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, no. And of course, when Villanelle is supposed to be taking instruction from Eve in series two about how to be a good spy, I guess, that she's doing. And we get that line that I'll never forget. Billy from the wrong side of the bridge. Oh, gosh. I like her. What's her name? Horrible line. And then we also have that scene in series four. And my most favorite, most notable is probably for sure the ballroom where Villanelle is sitting down. And once again, Eve approaches her from a standing position. And so I don't know what any of it means. I don't really know. What does it mean? Except maybe it means that because Villanelle's on her fucking knees, evidently in the first fucking episode, all the signs are pointing to first fucking episode. All signs are pointing to Villanelle on her knees for Eve 2022 in the first fucking episode. Wow. Actually, I was just like, it's that's that's well, yeah. that's what's happening. And this isn't Maria. Okay. This isn't Dasha. All right. Throwing some dust on a bitch face and them saying, cold open. <laughs> You know, that was that was a choice. Uh, um, it was a choice. I was just about to say something really wild, and that doesn't make any sense. But I'm like, every episode has a cold open, generally. And that cold open always has something to do with what's happening in the episode. What if the cold open is a flashback? Yes. And it's something with Eve and Villanelle, and then they do title card, London, present day. <sighs> <laughs> what? I mean, I would love confirmation of things happened in between the skip, but that's a lot to fit in episode one. That's a lot to fit in episode two, especially since we got all those photos that say we are going to a church. We're going to, we're in this outfit. We're in that outfit. There are a lot of beats. Episode one is hitting. So it's, it's a lot to put in. And then we learned all of this stuff about the new killer. So it all, it has to fit somehow, unless they're extending the episode lengths. I don't, it would be wonderful if they did. I just, I have to see it, how it works, but. That's true. We just have to see how it plays out. Yeah, so I don't, my final take is mostly nonsensical emotion, which is I'm remaining positive. I don't fully understand what to go on in this show or how things will make sense because there are definitely still conflicting things out there in the interwebs and all the spaces that cast out on what the fuck could be happening. It does seem like from the quotes and stuff we got from the TCA event that mayhaps, perhaps, once again, Eve and Villanelle, which if they didn't do this, I'd be like, why, Laura? But it looks like they once again share the final scene, which is how it's been for the entire show. So I would be massively disappointed if the final shot of killing Eve did not have Villanelle and Eve like it's had you know, right. since series one. And so it seems like Sandra Oh and Jody have confirmed that with their separate quotes about shooting the final shots and being together and so on and so forth. And oh, it's complicated. There's I'm like, is it a stunt? This does not help the theory that you guys fucking drowned to death. I don't know. No, no, I know. And again, I don't like it because I just I feel like unless something specific happens, like asking someone to drown, like unless someone's choking you out and goddamn you killing Eve, you better not give me Eve or Villanelle choking the other one out for them to drown. I already told you what's gonna happen when I leave the studio and when I will return, nobody knows. But I just feel like yeah so i don't know what's gonna happen but as long as they're together and they go to what end together even if it's like one of those 80s things where you're about to jump and it freezes <laughs> why did i do a freeze right right but you're wondering how i got here so i just i just want them to be together i would like the final shot to be together and i would like for it not to be totally tragic i would like for it to be misandrist but if it is i will cope and deal with the heavy handed hints they've given towards death and romeo and juliet and all the rest fucking scorpion and the frog we get it we get it these bitches together should be deadly it should be a recipe for death and destruction i still think they should get the opportunity to live live free have sex go
go to Cuba, to Alaska? Yes. Are they going to Cuba this season? I would love to. I keep you know pushing they gonna Cuba. You know they're going to shoot some whack-ass beach for I Cuba. I keep pushing Cuba. Don't have Cuba fucked up, Killian Eve. Don't have Cuba looking fucked part. up. Oh, my God. What if that's the beach? What if that is Cuba? That's not Cuba. But then Carla got bagged. Wait. So what people Carla forget about Cuba, Cuba and most of the Caribbean is that it's islands. And so what you look out at is unique. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe there's a mountain in the distance. Maybe there's a fucking volcano on another island. Like, there's there's things. But if Carolyn's a uh, cigar connoisseur, then maybe someone was selling fake Cubans or she was checking to see if the Ooh, cigar was real. I like, bet you they did some fucking obvious shit like that. Like, she's in Cuba, so she's smoking a Cuban cigar. Did we just figure out a location? Oh maybe. My God. We'll see. Oh, my God. Because that's where Constantine was supposed to go. So right. theoretically, if someone's looking for Constantine, they're going to Cuba. All I ask, Killing Eve, is that Cuba doesn't look like Miami Beach, okay? All I ask is that it doesn't look like Coney Island, okay? All I ask is that you found a place to lie well enough for Cuba. Or you should have just chose another country. That's all. That's it. Or, or green screen. Something. Anything? No. Or they send someone to shoot exteriors. That's honestly oh, yeah, yeah. the best decision is have your little beach shit and then send somebody to shoot exteriors and then do what you got to do. But if we get a fucking beach scene that looks like it's motherfucking North Carolina, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I'm going to be upset because I've said to you the visions from Cuba, from all those islands where we're talking about Cuba, Haiti, I mean, Puerto Rico's all the way on the other side, but it's just, it's unique and distinctive. And so the only way you get away with shooting stuff like that, Billy, from the wrong side of the bridge, is you relying on the fact that nobody watching this has ever been to Cuba mm. or seen what that looks like to then be like, that's weird. This could be Brazil. <laughs> wow. This could be St. Vincent, for all we know. But yeah, that's, that's the end of my final takes. Optimism, delirium, delusion. But I like the togetherness portion. Yeah, whatever it duh-oh. is, let them have it together. I like that. Duh-o. Yes, duh-o. duh-o. Let them have duh-o together. Duh-o. Yes. But I'm sure we will have new and conflicting thoughts and theories just next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's another snippet. Someone lets something slip and then it, you know, tears a hole in all of our expectations. Right. Which could happen. And then we'll be back doing we'll this again. Once again. So, yeah, that's it. I feel like that's there for my final takes. I'm discombobulated at this point. Well, it was a good take. I'll, I'll definitely give it that info. So that is it, y'all. Nonsensical final take from Candace. No, Dawn. but I, I enjoyed it. I Thank like you. It. Would we have a runner champ for this week? And if so, what is it? <laughs> I keep. I don't know. I keep trying transitions. Not you doing a jig, to right? Because I don't know the BPM of this jam. So is it a? Is it a oons oons or is it a oons oons? Maybe like oons, a slower, oons, a slower. Right. When every week you're like, Candace, by any chance, <laughs> do you have a rodent jam? Do you have one for us to hear? I feel like it's like on the equivalent of Baywatch acting. If I had to, if I had to zero in. Are we ready? <laughs> Sorry, I just it, it was a, it's a, it was a time of history. You had to be there. It's it's it had was. To be where? Well, I meant like Baywatch. I mean, oh, Baywatch! Our demographic may not—they may not have a full grasp of. We just barely have a grasp of Baywatch. We just knew it was out there because yeah. it was pretty people, yeah. scantily clad, yeah. running around. Yeah, again, Pam Anderson was a thing at that time. Actually, so was Carmen Electra. Isn't that where she? I want to say yes. Isn't that where she started she off? I feel like definitely was there. Like later, like yeah, whatever later, later Baywatch right. was. But that's when you could get shows like. Remember that show Pacific Blue about those those cops on bicycles. I 
correct. But yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was a moment in time in television. And it didn't have to make sense. And look how far we've come. Hey, that show's like fucking killing you. From Pacific Blue to killing you. I was going to say from Valerie Irons Protection Agency oh to my god! E. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I do have a Rona drum this week from the island of Trinidad. And A-A-A. It's called COVID-19 because... Who needs to diversify the titles anymore? Right, at this point, Just, right. It is what it is. Cosman. Cosman from Trinidad. Let's hit it. Hey. I like the way this feels. Wear your mask, he said. Wear your mask. Hey. Hey. All right. A reminder that you can reach out to us at Hey You Guys All One Word at wellwellvillanelle.com. Our Insta is wellwellvillanelle, and our Twitter, if you are about it, about it, is wellvillanelle. Yeah, yeah. Please continue to do your part to stop the spread and lower your risk of mask infection. There's an additional variant out there, so please keep it cute and wear a mask, even if you are keep vaccinated. Please. Uh, this podcast runs on gay hopes and dreams, sure but does. also your support. That's it. You can support the podcast by rating and reviewing us on iTunes or any other platform you may be listening to us on. Reviews are more helpful than you know. So if really, you haven't really already, helpful, please go ahead and review us now. We read them all. We do. Appreciate them all. We certainly do. And they help the podcast tremendously. They definitely do. Uh, you can also support the podcast by becoming a patron or even better, buy some merch from our store. Yo, shout out to all the recent new patrons. We definitely going to give y'all a special shout out yes. um, next episode, but also on Patreon itself. But thank you. Thank y'all. The address is misandry.com store and Candace has been hard at work on new designs. I have. You can also use ko-fi.com forward slash misandry to buy us the occasional cup of coffee. Please check the show notes for all relevant links. Lastly, please be sure to check out our network's Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Church of Misandry to support the projects that fall under the network umbrella. Donations help to offset overhead costs and unexpected expenses like commuting during a pandemic and studio maintenance. And very much as so. always, a very special shout out to all the essential workers, whether on salary or hourly, tip-based and everyone in between. You help keep this city running and we can't do what we do without you. Pew, 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 pew. Big fat. Big facts. Thanks to all the people fucking out there still doing their best with the motherfucking Rona because Lord knows. Lord knows. We've been in this bitch. Right. For two years and counting, and I'm convinced we will be here for a whole presidency. All right? I'm not trying to bring y'all down. All right. So let me see. Do you have one more in the chamber? Maybe something with, I was about to say, with a beat tempo, but I like the tempo there. But I don't know if I have an upbeat tempo. Okay. That was last week. No. Right, right. (laughs) Actually, um, it wasn't last week because we, we did nothing. It was the week before. Oh, yeah, week. the week before. Well, depending because, woo, 40 countries. I'm going to try to squeeze them all in. I mean, all it's right. more than that. 40? I guess we'll see. It's more than that, but I had to cap it at 40. So It's more than 40? Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I guess we're going to be doing this differently since there's more countries over there. Yeah. TBD on how this goes. Hopefully it won't fucking suck. I feel like this is a mostly chill island song. A little bit calmer, a little bit more relaxed, but you know I've been listening more to the island tunes ever since my auntie, the matriarch of the family, went on to that next round. And so this is kind of in the vibes of the stuff I've been listening to. So not not a banger for the club, but like a, a phantom twerk, like a phantom camera, like a twerk, but it's 
deliberate and slow. You know what? That makes perfect sense to me. All right, let's hit that shit. Hey. We got 40 countries. You might as well just. Oh, yeah. Let me, let, let me get the going. All right. Well, 40 countries. I'm going to try to I'm try to make them all fit in here. All right. So very special thank you to Pakistan, Norway, Mexico, and Austria. Pakistan, Norway, Mexico, Austria. Hong Kong, Trinidad, and Tobago. Hong Kong, Trinis. Argentina, Israel, Chile, and Sweden. Argentina, Israel. What was it? Chile, Sweden. Yes. Yes. Hola, hola, hola. Thank you for listening. <laughs> South Africa, Portugal, Russia, New Zealand. South Africa, Portugal, <laughs> Russia, home of Villanelle. New Zealand, Lucy Lawless. And Paraguay, Jamaica, Taiwan, and Paraguay. DR. Hola. Jamaica. What was the other one? Taiwan and Taiwan, DR. hello. And the Dominican Republic. Hello, yes. hello. Hola, hola, Spain, bitches. Spain, Italy, Puerto Rico, hola, and bitches. Ireland. Puerto Rico. Hola, bitches. Italia, Ireland. Hello, and thank you for listening. <laughs> and Finland, Bulgaria, Saudi Arabia. Finland, hello, and thank you. Bulgaria, thank you so much. And Saudi Arabia. Y'all bitches know what's up. Thank you for listening. Yes. And then Denmark, Colombia, Myanmar, and Belgium. Denmark, you know what's good? Colombia. Hola, bitches. Myanmar. And, and, yes. And Belgium. Belgium. Bonjour. And we got the UAE, Brazil, and Philippines. UAE, what's up? Hola to the Philippines. <laughs> Brazil. Brazil. Hola, hola. And then France, Singapore, Germany, and Canada. Big ups to motherfucking France. Bonjour again. Singapore. Hello, you hoes. Germany. I don't know why I want to say Avita Zen, but hello to you Germans and Canada, home of Sandra O. Oh. Right. Thank you for listening. And then Netherlands, Australia, UK, and US. All y'all in the Netherlands, in Australia, in the UK, and these motherfucking United Damn States of America. What up, bitches? Thank you for listening. For listening. We appreciate you guys so much. We do. We do. I'm frazzled. So if this <laughs> outro sounds redonkulous, you know why. You know why. And turns out we have 40 countries to crush. So. We right. did our best. We did. So that about does it for this episode. So until next time, here's hoping you get killed by a woman. And you guys, we just got information from Sandra O, who said Eve has changed. She said Eve has new skills. These skills are probably hand-to-hand combat right. in the streets and in the sheets. So she's probably going to slap the Lavelle out of her baptism frock into her fucking boudoir. Oh, yes, my fucking God. And louder and louder yes. we fucking just from here to the end. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Like totally murder.